0: The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: Badass Women's Hour XL on Talk Radio.
0: She'll get you talking.
1: Welcome back to Badass Women's Hour XL with me, Harriet Minter, and my co-host, Emma Sexton and Natalie Campbell. It's our favourite time of the night. It is badass balls-ups. Your questions, are answers. Hopefully, happy, happy people. That's what we like. (laughs) Um, So we are kicking off with our first question. Who's our first question? Emma, is this you? Yes, it is me. Yep. So this one came in from Ariane via Facebook. She said, "My
2: partner is a social media influencer and posts really regularly. In fact, their insta stories covers everything from what they are having from breakfast to what they are wearing. While she is really good at not including any of me or personal aspects of our relationship, she gets quite upset if I have not viewed or liked her content. I do check in every now and again, but it feels like a real challenge to keep up with all of her posts." How do I handle this? I keep making excuses as to why I haven't seen stuff, but the truth is, I'm just not that bothered by social media.
1: I mean, I just don't even know how you met Ariane. That's the first question I'm asking. Did you not get the clue when she was walking around with a camera in front of her face? Um, I don't know. I don't. I could not be in relationship. I don't think with somebody who was a full out. It is their job. It's their life. Influencer, and I. I feel like our job is a bit... You have to be a bit on social media. You have to have a presence. You have to be doing things. I don't think I could live with somebody who's a full on social media. And I think you have to look... You are in a relationship with this person. You clearly have some different values going on. And I would want to have a conversation with her about why it's so important to her that you like her posts. Is it because she feels that you're not taking enough interest in her career? Is it because she feels like Mm -hmm. she wants somebody to say what she's doing is great and you're the nearest person? work out what it is because if it's just the interest thing you can deal with that in a different way if it's because she needs you to validate everything she's doing that feels like quite a stressful relationship to me
3: now what do you think so the key word there for me was career if this is the thing that she's doing full-time it's a career and with with every other career you expect your partner to make time when they are not working so you need to have that conversation when are you not working yes i get that social media is a different nature of working because you do have to document the things that you're doing but there needs to be boundaries and spaces where that doesn't happen so we know that if we're going out for a meal actually this meal is not going to make its way onto social media if you want to do that fine you go for the meal by yourself but if you want us to be together that's not happening tonight because you would do that in every other aspect of career if it's a different connection where she's just addicted to social media then that's another conversation um, you know, bit, and you need to ask her, what. why does she need that? Why does she need that validation? And why does she need you to like it in a distant vortex, if that's even the right word, because you're sitting right there. The fact that you're sitting there with her means you like her. That's more important than you liking a post for someone else's validation. Um, and I do think it's really interesting. I have changed my relationship with social media. So I don't post as much on Instagram. I don't really do stories apart from work. And I, I changed my handle on, on Instagram specifically to say, you know, taking photos of things I want to remember when I'm 80. Because I re- realised, why do I do social media? Because they're things that I want to look back on and enjoy. Or I want to show to my kids or my grandkids. I Not doing it for other people to say, I really like this thing. Mm, I which think, has changed my relationship with I think the person. challenge
2: here is is the lack of honesty of, you know what, I don't actually want to look at all your social media posts. Because... I think that's the conversation isn't it because feeling obligated to Mm. partake in some what is somebody else's thing Mm. is is the challenge here and now she's got herself into a bit of a web where she's kind of making excuses rather Mm. than being really honest and you know I think someone's got a social media career that's totally fine but you know you shouldn't feel obligated to to be involved in that so that's that for me is where the conversation should start for sure
1: yeah um Let us know how you get on, because I think that's a really tricky one, particularly as more and more of us become, as you say now, so addicted to our phones and our social media. Mm -hmm. How we manage it is going to be really interesting. Um, Having said that, of course, if you've ever got a problem you need some help with, do check in on our (laughs) Facebook page or our Instagram or our Twitter, all of the above, at Badass Women's Hour. Um, Now, what's our second problem? Uh, shimmy
3: sent this on insta and she said my next career move is about to my next career move is to start managing people but i'm really scared about this i am about to get my first direct report an intern who has just started on my team but where on earth do i start i'm not going to get any training or support to make it happen it honestly feels like such a big deal in my head can you help me make this feel easy and in my control
1: Oh, shimmy. Uh, Emma, you manage some people. What do you think? How do you do it well? How do you do it badly? Uh, Well, I think... The thing is you have to just learn from
2: your own experience because you have always been managed and I think remember the people that managed you really well mm-hmm. what is it that made them manage you really well how did they make you feel did they you know did you have a manager that really motivated you and inspired you what you know really sort of take some time to think about what they do think about other people who managed you really badly mm-hmm. think about what they did you know we've all got experience but for me the biggest thing that I found unlocked motivation and engagement in my team was to appeal to their self-interest and that was to really take an effort to get to know them to have regular catch-ups and to not move them in the diary so every two weeks I'd have like a half an hour one-to-one and I'd find out what did they want to do with their career and then when projects came in I was able to then steer them towards that and go oh you know you told me that you really want to do more of this well this project will really help you get there and then I think people people start to feel more engaged because they feel like you're looking out for them and that. That's the biggest thing really. People just like to be heard and looked after.
1: I think the other thing I was going to say to that, it's really good advice, but also spend some time getting to know yourself and how you like to work. If you haven't done it, um look up Myers Briggs, which is personality testing. You can do it online for free, and you'll work out your preferred style of working, and then it's worth working out their preferred style of working. Because what you might find is you're sitting there managing someone thinking, Why on earth are they behaving like this? It makes no sense whatsoever. And actually just have different styles. And part of being a really good manager is knowing that people have different styles and being able to flex to accommodate that. So knowing that actually if you're managing somebody who's more introverted, you appearing at their desk out of nowhere is going to be quite stressful for them. That type of thing. Um, So yeah, so get to know yourself and how you're going to behave as well as how they are going to behave that
3: uh, and remember you 're not alone you 're in an organization, so ask for the help that you need When I uh, became a manager in my first job well this is actually like because i 'd already run a business. but when I was in sort of formal employment, I did an n v q three in management and it was run by every woman um, and all of the managers in the organization took it so we were we were a nice little cohort. And it really teaches you the fundamentals of coaching a team. It teaches you how to manage yourself. It teaches you some project management. So you want to make sure you're organized enough so that you can manage down and so that the people working for you don't feel stressed out. Um, so it goes back to you know, Emma gets the wise award this week. It goes back to what Emma was saying and what Harry was saying. But ask the company for help. Don't mm, take definitely. it on yourself. There's also a friend of the show,
2: Gillian Davis. She has a, a book called First Time Leader. And that's a really good book get started book mm. for people who are managing kind of um like really small teams
1: great hopefully that helps uh okay. so our f- third problem is from rebecca on twitter and she says my good friend at work and i have recently been working on a really successful project it's an internal initiative and the first one of its kind which they want to inspire, want to use to inspire other offices to create and run something similar they're flying us out to europe to give a talk later this year but my work friend has just announced she's pregnant and won't be able to fly so i'm gonna have to do this by myself I'm seriously concerned as she's definitely had more involvement in the project than me, and I often feel intimidated by her as she's so articulate. How can I not look like an idiot? Or should I just say I can't do it? Uh, well first of all, yes you can do it, go do it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I am gonna say yeah. <laughs> be badass. After that, <laughs>
3: Natalie, what do you think? So first of all, can I just say yes you can do it? So you can do it. <laughs> uh you know, you won't look like an idiot. Or you know, get get the cliffs notes. Get the what's the let's let's notes? What's the the what? You know when no, you're at school, Cliffs notes. And Cliff's notes. Yeah, Cliff's Notes. When you're at school, and you got sort of the shortened version of the notes of stuff. Just speak to your colleague and get get her insight what was behind the project, the things that you weren't there for, and then find your own words to communicate that clearly. If you're worried about standing up in front of an audience and doing a presentation on things you're not confident in, practice, 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 practice. I am terrible at reading scripts on a stage. Terrible. I can't. Literally, I cannot read. My dyslexia comes out and it's all like it jumbles all over the place. Um, So figure those things out so that you don't have all of these gremlins talking to you. Do what you need to do to put your best self forward and that starts with having the knowledge mm. great
2: emma yeah i think it's also just not comparing yourself to somebody else you might see this other person as really articulate or articulate and and no more but you will have your own style and mm. your own way of presenting and your own perspective on that project and it's still just as valid as what other your colleague was going to contribute and um Yeah, I think you've got to own it. And it's, you know, it's within a company. It's a safe space. It's an amazing opportunity. So, yeah, I think uh, dial up the badass. Go for it.
1: Dial up the badass, definitely. Um, Practice, 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 as Nat says. Lots of practice. And ask your friend for help. You know, ask her what would you say, how would you do it, what are the key points she knows. You know, together you can create a really amazing presentation. She's going to get as much benefit out of you doing well as you will. So work with her, get some help from her, and I'm sure you will kill it. Uh, that is round one of our badass balls up, but we have more. We have more. So wise, so <laughs> wise. Uh, coming up, we are going to be talking about obviously hookups, the hookup culture, people. Where? What has happened to romance? Is it dead? Um, And what the heck is manifesting? Yes, we're putting on our best woo-woo outfits, dancing around in circles, praising the moon, and talking about making the life you want just by wishing for it. That can happen. That's all coming up from us on Badass Women's Hour XL.